Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Let's shout out today to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Please keep it up. Uh, Also, if you want to reach out to us, our office number is area code 251-244-4660. You can message or call. You can send us an email at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. And you can can check out our website, graceintheshadowsor.org. We also have a Facebook page by that name and Twitter. I love it. All right. I love it. Well, hello. It is a uh, weekend for us. Yeah. Thanks for the weekend. Yeah, a little nippy. It's been a little chilly. Yeah. A little chilly. We've had the heater on. I bet you it's cold in Minneapolis. I imagine. Do y'all have snow in Minneapolis right now? I wonder. Well, I know in Buffalo, New York, that is. So yeah. yeah. Okay, um, let me, I'm going to Google it. Are you going to Google it right now? <laughs> okay. See. Is there snow in Minneapolis, Minnesota today while we are doing our podcast? I had some friends that were up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Shout out to you. And there was some snow there. Hmm. 16 degrees, Minneapolis. Ooh, y'all it, can it keep like that. Mostly cloudy. Okay. Well, y'all can keep your 16 okay. degrees. Yeah, I am yeah. cold at 52. So 16. Well, okay. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Maybe you'll get some laughs and can warm up a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are we talking about today, Dr. J? But I like snow cream. Snow cream is good, but I think I'd rather have warmer weather. Yeah. Just don't eat yellow snow. Don't eat yellow snow. That's bad stuff. All right. All right. We're talking about uh, parenting and uh, narcissism. Uh, How does, is it, is it uh, environment Mm -hmm. or is it genetics? Oh. Is it the way our parents? Mm Mm-hmm. Discipline or, or a relationship, our experience as a child, right? Or is it genetics? I think it could be a little bit of both. I think it almost has to be. Yeah. I think there can be a temperament that is genetic. Right. I think they have done studies like on twins. Uh-huh. Found there are some genetic aspects for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I also think it's definitely also a mm-hmm. way a child is a different parenting styles, environment, uh, environment, grow up in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think so too. Um, the first thing that I think can be a possible molding or preparation for a narcissistic child mm-hmm. is uh, helicopter parenting. Oh, yeah. As a teacher, oh my word, helicopter parents! If you're a helicopter out parent out there, please, please, please don't do that to your teachers. <sighs> so is I it, feel strongly about. When this. they say that helicopter parents kind of they're hovering, yeah. They're kind of hovering a, and want to be involved in everything, which is good to be involved with your kids. Yeah, oh, but yeah, absolutely. They hover. And I don't like people that hover. It's not a good situation. And really, it's a kind of a the overprotection aspect. Well, yeah. And it's it, a form of abuse. Well, and it makes the kid, A, not think they can do anything. B, sometimes feel like they, you know, I mean, like they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it can really wreak havoc on the kid for you to hover. Do you think it, like, transmits fear and anxiety? Oh, my goodness, yes. And when y'all think that the kid does no wrong and you continue to hover over it and nitpick at things, that is just not good. It's not good for you or the mm-hmm. child or the teacher. So over time, they grow up thinking that they are something special. That they can do no wrong. 
Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I mean, you get into a, per- a bubble like that, a personal bubble. Right. It's kind of like uh, they think that that they are the center of the, the world and yeah. everything revolves around them. That's a yeah. sense of entitlement. Right. Right. And, and helicopter parents make that happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't do that, people. So they, they kind of, as a result, kind of inherit those insecurity and right. Uh, and so that need to be narcissistic, self-focused mm-hmm. has been groomed and molded. Yeah. And uh, and so when they look at others' needs, they're kind of indifferent. And they don't know how to fail. I mean, you know, did we like seeing our kids fail? Did we? No. Did we like our kids like not making the team or or not getting this or that? No. But that's a life lesson. Well, now everyone gets a, a oh, gets a trophy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in the regular brick and mortar mortar classroom anymore. But mm-hmm. when I was um, a few years ago, we stopped being able to have award ceremonies and give out honor roll and good grade awards and things like that because little Josh over here is not getting anything. His feelings are going to be hurt. Is that real life? I, I understand. No. I am for kids being encouraged. I am too. I, I want kids to be nurtured and grow, but I also but, want them to know and be prepared. Yes. For the world. And kids that excel need to be rewarded for that. Absolutely. And kids that struggle need to be helped along. So. But we don't need to reward every single thing that is uh, no. in order to make everyone happy. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Everybody gets a medal. No, no, no. Not realistic. And then in some places we're even like, you know, getting rid of valedictorian and salutatorian because, you know, then everybody's not getting that. And that takes away that drive to accomplish. <clears throat> and it also makes them a center of the universe yeah. and, and prone to narcissism. I mean, that was yeah. something that I strived for. I wanted to to be. I was. You are far smarter than I was. I was probably like I was that kid that was. Well, I just I strive I strove strive strove for that because it was something that I wanted and I was thankful and you know. When you got did your speech, did you say my fellow students? No, I don't remember what I said actually. No, but yeah, um, Valerie told you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a I was on of, the janitor's list. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was a very small school. I mean, we only had thirteen. So if I had gone to a big school, well, everyone knows it was only thirteen. Now you could you could have had. Well, no, I don't. You know, okay, okay. imposter syndrome. <laughs> I got you. Lack of warmth. Second is lack of warmth. Okay. Uh, I mean that that doesn't really need to be talked about too much. It's just common sense. If there's yeah. a lack of nurturing, right? You don't want helicopter, but you do need. Caring, you gotta love and care for your kids. They've got to know you love them. Yeah, not just about you know bringing home the bacon and right. the food and money yeah. and paying for their giving them a house. All that's important. It clothes, is important. Yeah, but they also need nurture. They need mm-hmm. discipline. They need to be taught, not just school education, but taught about life. Well, you know, so many are growing up in a society where families don't even talk to each other anymore. They don't sit down at the table. No, because of COVID, um, you know, people, you know, just didn't gather and didn't talk and things like that. And we're seeing kids coming up that, you know, I shudder to think, and I know I'm getting a little off topic. I shudder to think in 20 years what society is going to be like, because right now, kids in school 
don't know how to use the water fountain, don't know how to talk. They don't know how to carry on conversations. They don't know how to learn. That's sad. And scary. Just because of those two years that we sheltered in place, Mm -hmm. you know, so many families just stopped talking to each other. That is very sad. And we're going to have a different society because of it. And we're addicted to technology. Yeah, true. And our kids are. Absolutely. That babysits them. Yeah. That's scary. It is scary. Anyway, sorry, I got off on a tangent. Setting few limits and boundaries is next. (sighs) You know. Yeah. In the case of enmeshed parents. Right. You know, a child is defined by the parent, and the parent believes and behaves as if the child does what he does or she does. It's all about the parent. Mm-hmm. It's about pleasing the parent. You know, right. Yeah. He or she, the child, is taught really from the beginning of you know, of life mm-hmm. that the purpose of their life is to reflect and serve the needs of the parent. Oh, my. Uh, and so this type of parent has no problem believing his child's role is to reflect him or her. That's sad. Parents like that, they want their kids to do the things they couldn't do, and they mm-hmm. want to live through their kid, and, and that's sad. But this is about everything. School, I mean, you, you know, yeah. sports, I mean, right. you name it. Yeah. It's a form of mind control. It really is. A yep. kid grows up thinking this, mm-hmm. and he or she grows up not knowing who he or she really is. Right. You know, trying to find their identity, mm-hmm. trying to know their purpose in life mm-hmm. um you know it's more once again it's more than just putting food on the table being right. a parent it's yeah. more than clothes it's more than a, a warm house that stuff's good yeah but you need that nurturing you need that relationship that you emotional need, connection mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh praise that promotes perfection or unrealistic expectations mm. Okay. That can be hard. I mean, you want your kid, you know, I'll just admit, you, that can be hard. You want your kid to do well. Mm-hmm. You want them to be successful. Right. But you can't go overboard to the fact that they feel like they have to be perfect in everything they do. So there's a very fine line with that one. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you know, I can use my son. Hey, Gabriel, that was, you know, great job with your schoolwork. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, hey, Gabriel. Great job picking up your clothes. <laughs> well, maybe every now and then, but if you're doing that every time, shouldn't he be doing that anyhow? Yeah, when we're praising yeah. just the little, I mean, it's good to praise the little things, but don't praise the little things so much that it turns into they think they have to be praised for everything. And and so, you know, I think really it praise without um the without effort. Mm-hmm. Really, really, without really working for it and mm-hmm. just praising them for who they are, doing about the mundane things of life, on, about everything, right? really produces entitlement. Yeah, definitely. Attitude. Yeah, and you don't want to praise it. You don't want them to become a perfectionist either. And that, you know, you got to be careful with those things. Admiration without recommending effort does more harm than good. I'm so glad you woke up this morning. That was great. You're you got supposed out of bed. to get up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you ate your cereal with joy. Yes. No. That. No. That's not even. That's not teaching real life. No. Definitely not. And so as they grow up, it gives. It develops a narcissistic attitude. Yeah. Of entitlement to opportunities without doing the work. Right. <laughs> um. Overvaluing their natural abilities, yeah. undervaluing hard work, right, right, looking down on other people mm-hmm. who are just as talented, yeah, definitely, perhaps. right. 
deep need for continual unhealthy admiration of abilities mm-hmm. as adults. Um, yeah, but, I mean, sometimes yeah. you have to be realistic. You know, not every child is going to be in the NFL. Not every child is oh. going to be, you know, a rock star. And you, you know, we had those when when Gable was playing football mm-hmm. and the in the sports. Mm-hmm. There were people that oh my goodness. almost got in a fight over peewee oh football. Yes, or t-ball. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if some of those kids, you know, are they even playing football anymore? They really thought they were going to go all the way to the big leagues. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, take a step back, people. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. And that's a great illustration of this. Yeah. Yeah, we, it, it, goodness. Okay. And so perfectionism in an effort, they also attempted to use perfectionism as an effort to uh, get receive more admiration. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're not doing it. And that, as a Christian, I think that can really get your in, in, in between you and God. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, definitely. Because I think you could be looking at God like you're looking at that parent wanting God to pat you on the head for everything you do. Good job, Jonathan. You know, and and God's not going to do that. Yes, he, you know, he loves us and, you know, everything like that, but he's not going to pass on the head for getting up in the morning. Yeah. He's a good, good father. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Unrealistic, unrealistic (laughs) parental expectations. Okay. Like what? Um, you know, kid with maybe his IQ's good, mm-hmm. average. Yes. Wanting him, her to get a straight A's every time in chemistry or advanced uh um Yeah, or physics or something. You know, take higher level classes when they're in elementary school. There are some kids. I mean Mary Grace there was a kid in Mary Grace's class that was very smart and was able to do those higher level classes, but not every kid is a savant and not every kid is going to be able to do that. So and realizing for the that's record, important. yes. Most people that do well in society mm-hmm. are not the straight A people. They're the C's. The C's and B's. C's get degrees. Maybe a couple ways. Yeah. Not in graduate school, though. Oh, no. You can't but get But they do in undergrads. So go for the C. Yeah, go for the C. <laughs> C's get degrees. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Do the best you can. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, I I was a person that made all A's. And, and I've done okay in life. But I think sometimes, you know, I didn't always know exactly what I was doing because all I was doing was studying. But that's okay. Childhood emotional neglect. Mm. Uh, many parents, you know, think that once again, you're mm-hmm. doing, you're giving them all their needs and, and physical. So they should be fine. But their mental needs, emotional needs. Yeah. You know, maybe they ignore them, minimize or dismiss their emotional needs. Right. Um, it could be not proper validation mm-hmm. or attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, they grow up um, sometimes just unable to really take criticism yeah because of that and that's hard because they haven't really been talked to and shared with and things like that and and even disciplined and so mm-hmm. when they get to that first job and they've made a mistake you know or they are in school and make mistakes they just it goes all over and they just don't know how to handle it and when they don't have the the necessary knowledge to deal mm-hmm. with their unkept 
emotional health, mm-hmm. uh, they develop defenses. Mm-hmm. Right. Denial of criticism, uh, you know, uh, maybe overcompensating insecurities with mm-hmm. inflated ego. Yeah, definitely. A uh, person may, may be totally, totally incompetent. Right. But they kind of it created this inflated, over-exaggerated ego. Yeah. Um, a lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, they never learned that to begin with, so it's right. hard to, I mean, we don't yeah. go to things that are hard. No, no. Uh, we go to things that we were taught. It's easy. Right, yeah. We go back to old habits. Absolutely. Manipulation, emotional needs, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, attention-seeking behaviors. Right. And so the genetics is self-explanatory. We yeah. talked about that. I think all this stuff, mm-hmm. there's no perfect parents out there. Oh, my goodness, no. I know we weren't uh, perfect. We definitely weren't. We but, made mistakes. You know, you love your kids. You try mm-hmm. to nurture them. You try right. to educate them. Yes. You bring them up, I believe, in the Word of God and definitely. knowing the gospel and who mm-hmm. they are in Christ. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be perfect as long as you're human. No, you're not. Spend time with your kids, you know, raise them up uh, in the word, in church, you know, talk to them, spend time together, do things together. Don't hover and don't think that they're perfect because they're not. None of us are perfect. So, yeah. And some parents may be out there. Yeah, I did all this. Mm -hmm. Remember, God's sovereign. Yes. And you can't change the past. but You can work on now. Absolutely. We've all probably done some of this. Oh, my goodness. You know, we have. Absolutely. I think we got to be aware. Just. Yeah. Just this is teaching. Absolutely. This is teaching. Definitely. And God can take your mess, turn into a message for his glory, for your good. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.